Anderson. Hits it in the air to the right. Back at the wall. And the White Sox win it. Sox win. Welcome back to the Feeling Soxy podcast. This is episode 11. And we are recording this just about two hours after the home opener, the three to two victory over the Seattle Mariners. And I always love the first victory at home that you get, especially on opening day. I feel like opening day is up there when it's like an all time high when your team wins on opening day rather than if they lose, then it's everybody acts like the sky is falling. It's overreaction season. And of course, here on the Felix Soxie podcast, we're going to be overreacting pretty much every single day with every single White Sox game, with every single bit of White Sox news, any bit of White Sox information. We're going to be off the rails. So I'm going to start the show by simply saying Vince Velasquez told me to go fuck myself. That's right. I'm. I'm going to give him credit where credit is due. I've spent the last week, two weeks, basically ragging on this guy, telling you he stinks, he sucks. Why do we even have this guy starting games? I mean, we we let Carlos Rodon walk for pretty much nothing, and, I mean, this is the guy we basically replaced him with. And when you watch those early spring trading games, you could tell why he bounced. he's bounced around from the Phillies to the Padres to now this being his third team in the last year. But he, you know, he wasn't bad. I get it. It was only, it's only one game. It's only one game, but I mean, Vince Velasquez, I mean, I, I will give him, I'll give him a shout out four innings pitched. He had three walks, only two strikeouts, and he only gave up the home run to Eugene Segura which is, wasn't really too bad. Basically, he got everything that I feel like the White Sox wanted out of him and gave them probably a little bit more. I, By the time I saw the game turned on, I was expecting Vince Velasquez to just basically implode, and then the next thing you know, it's like an 8 nothing lead in like the fourth inning because he gave up like a grand slam and what whatever it was. Well, let me tell you something. That is not the case today was not the case today Vince Velasquez give him credit four innings pitched I don't know what the White Sox were expecting out of him I doubt they were expecting him to go four innings and giving up only one run and the one run being a home run that kind of just barely made it over the fence he had some good deep he had some pretty good defense behind him there was a point and I think it was the third or the fourth inning when he got in trouble with Jesse Winker at the plate and he had a bomb that Luis Robert made a heck of a catch on. If he doesn't catch that ball, it's probably a couple of runs being scored. It's probably a couple of runs being scored and then the game is put out of reach. I know there was other things that happened in this game, but I had to start with Vince Velasquez. Basically, he didn't really shove, but he did good enough to where he kept the White Sox in the game. I was going to tell people to take the over because of... I was going to tell people to take the over because it was a nice day. The wind was blowing out, and it just seemed like the recipe for a an over. 
it seemed like it was going to be a game where there was going to be a bunch of runs scored. Well, good thing that I gambled responsibly and didn't take that bet because I would have lost very embarrassingly because Vince Velasquez actually showed up and showed that, hey, maybe maybe he belongs. If we could get a couple more of those starts from him, not really getting a whole lot of, like, like I'm not expecting him to strike out a whole bunch of guys all at once, but if we could get more, if we could get a couple more starts out of that where he's just kind of holding down the fort, kind of just treading water. I mean, that's going to, I mean, the the rest that he gives us is pretty much gravy. Just as long as he can keep his head above water and keep the team still in it, which is what he did today, then nine times out of 10, he will still be here by May 1st. And my prediction will be so wrong, so wrong that I look like a moron. In fact, I already look like a, a fucking idiot for telling you guys that Vince Velasquez sucked. But behind Vince Velasquez, I mean, Ronaldo Lopez also had the two innings of solid relief. And also, I mean, they, they had solid, solid defense right behind him all the way around. I mean, the, the catch Aloy Jimenez made, I mean, when we, that was probably the best catch I've ever seen Aloy Jimenez make. Like when I think it was Ty France, it was either Ty France or Eugene Segura who hit the ball to Aloy Jimenez. But Aloy probably had his best play I've ever seen him play in the outfield. And it's great because I think his development, I think he's maturing more as an outfielder because I felt like over the last like two or three years, I loved Eloy, but he was such a detriment to himself that he was going to do some stupid play, make some stupid play, dive into the net, colliding with Luis Robert. I mean, we, we didn't even mention what happened with the Tigers game when him and Eloy collide where him and Luis Robert collided into each other in the sixth inning basically made, made me hold my collective breath and be like, please, please be all right. Cause Oh my God, if we would have lost both of them in that collision, they just, Eloy just takes both of them out. It would not, it would not have been ideal. Would not have been an ideal situation. It would have been bad. We would not have been feeling soxy at all. We would have been going right back to where we were last year, except it would have been worse because we won't have our top two starting pitchers. So it's good to see them both in the lineup consistently. We'll get to Luis Robert, who was basically the, the player of the game. He was the star of the game. And even Eloy Jimenez, it, it came into a close second. I mean, his he made a great play out in left field, basically saved the game because if he doesn't make that catch, what's that, a double? That's at least a double, and who knows? It would have been more damage, maybe. Who, who knows? I think it was. And then Luis Robert. We'll get to Luis Robert. Luis Robert played out of his mind today. He made a game-saving catch against Jesse Winker, and I think it was the third inning. The Mariners were kind of getting to Vince Velasquez a little bit. It really looked like it was going to be that inevitable moment where I was basically just worrying about, which was Vince Velasquez just basically imploding, imploding and just giving up a whole bunch of runs. And then, and then the home opener is ruined, just like how opening day was ruined by Javier Baez and Eric Haas. But that was not the case. And that was not the case because of one man in the lineup. Well, actually two. We'll, we'll give half credit to Aloy Jimenez. But it was Luis Robert. 
Luis Robert played out of his mind today. He had a phenomenal jumping catch when he collided into the wall in the third inning, like I said earlier, which basically kept the game at a float. And for most of the day, I mean, Matt Brash, we'll talk about the Mariners starter. Matt Brash looked really fucking good for a pitcher that I pretty much knew nothing about, never even heard of the guy before up until today when he made his major league debut. This was his first uh, major league start. And for the most part, he looked pretty good. I mean, he his stuff was moving all over the place. He had a very sick curveball. He had a very nasty slider. He had a fastball that got up into the 90s. I mean, he looked like kind of a, a Dylan Cease prototype, except he, he limited the walks. I think he only the only time he really got in trouble was when Tim Anderson got a fielder's choice that led to the first run being scored or basically led to the White Sox tying the game in that third inning. And outside of that third inning, he never, Matt Brash never really ran into any trouble with the White Sox today. And then that was until Luis Robert, who hit the ball so hard, but hit it right at Eugene Segura or Suarez. He kept hitting, he had a, a rocket to him. I think it was like a second at bat that hit right to him where you knew that third at bat, he was going to demolish the baseball and he fucking canyoned it. It only went a 408 feet and was a line drive. But when you have that impressive power stuff that Luis Robert has, like he, he's an all around phenomenal player. And then you go to his at bat in the eighth inning where he takes the walk and then has two stolen bases that inevitably, because Jose Bray would walk, the first two guys got on, Grandal popped out, and shout out to Aloy Jimenez. Shout out to Eloy for beating out the, the double play because if he doesn't leg out that double play, then Luis Roberts' run doesn't count, and this game that happens today probably doesn't end up in a winner. It ends up still being a tie ball game that Liam Hen- and then Liam Hendricks would have blown his second straight save in a row, which would have had people losing their minds, including me, who would have started to make the theory, hey, did we did we get rid of the wrong closer? Not the case. Not the case. But Luis Robert stealing those two bases, I mean, that, that was as much of an impact in the game. But I think the play of the game was Eloy legging out that double play because, like I said, if he doesn't leg that out, that we're looking at a situation where the game is possibly tied and then we're going to have to look for a walk-off hero and then we're going to be motherfucking Liam Hendricks again. Which I, I don't like motherfucking Liam Hendricks. It just, you know, when it comes to these inevitable things, when you start blowing games, particularly in a second straight outing, which it he almost blew this save too, it would have been two saves in a row and... I would have been like, all right, get this fucking guy out of here. Trade him to the fucking Dodgers and trade back Craig Kimbrell. That was what I was getting ready to say and get this fucking slouch out of town. But we don't have to do that because Liam Hendricks was able to shut down the Mariners. They got they got a run in the ninth inning, but I mean that run in the eighth the Luis Robert basically generated the White Sox that last run. 
and Eloy really legging out that legging out that double play had as much of an impact on the game as Luis Roberts home run because you know he doesn't leg that out and we're looking we're probably looking at a different game maybe but who knows I mean some other points and notes uh Rick Hahn formally announced that he is not going to trade Andrew Vaughn no matter how bad the Oakland A's want Andrew Vaughn and and also credit to me for being the one that said the reason why Frankie Montez and Sean Manaya aren't on the White Sox is because the A's wanted Andrew Vaughn. Well, apparently they wanted Andrew Vaughn really fucking bad to the point where they almost did the straight up deal of Montez and Andrew Vaughn because the rumors were swirling last night. I got out of class and was immediately starting to lose my was immediately starting to lose my mind because Bleacher Report sends you sends you the little link that says, "Hey, this this deal is close. We're on the precipice of the White Sox getting Frankie Montas." So then immediately you kind of just scour through the intervals of the internet to try and figure out who who are we trading? Is it is it Andrew Vaughn? Because if it was Andrew Vaughn, we would have rioted. We would have rioted. But it's a good sign that the White Sox are basically standing their ground basically telling the A's to go kick rocks and tell them, you're not getting Andrew Vaughn. Like we can go out and find another pitcher and we don't, which I think they, they definitely do need Frankie Montez. Let's not, let's not get too carried away. They, they do need Frankie Montez in this rotation, but to trade him for Andrew Vaughn, it's, that's just something that's just blasphemy. It's just something that I don't think you could seriously look yourself in the face and say, hey, this is this is what we need to do. Because if they would have traded Andrew Vaughn for Frankie Montas, it would have been just as bad as the James Shields trade, but probably worse because we already see what Andrew Vaughn's potential is. We didn't know what Fernando Tatis Jr. was. We just knew James Shields fucking sucked when he came to us. And then it just made it 10 times worse that Fernando Tatis Jr. ends up becoming this worldly talented baseball player before he even gets to play in any sort of minor league organized baseball. So you credit to the White Sox for basically just holding their ground, not giving up Andrew Vaughn. I mean, we'll see if they end up with Frankie Montas, probably have probably just have to go to another sort of trade proposal. I don't know if they're waiting for the minor league season to kind of play out to see to get some more scouting down on some White Sox prospects. But, I mean, they are in win-now mode. And when you're in win-now mode, you basically give up the prospects for tomorrow so that you could win the World Series this year. And I understand I understand what they're doing, but I think at the right price, they will get the right starting pitcher. I hope so. I mean, I hope so. We all hope so, but... At the end of the day, we'll all see. We'll see. I mean, we're only four games in the season. It's only four games, so long season. We'll see where the team is, the team's pitching-wise, when Geo gets back healthy. We'll see where the pitching staff is when Lance Lynn gets back because once you get both of those guys back and then you add in the Frankie Montas, then I think that would undoubtedly put us at with the best rotation in the America League, hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking. 
but it was a it was a great home opener great home opener for the White Sox it was a good win it's always good to get the first home series win especially the home opener it's always good to get those wins in but we will see you at the end of the week we're gonna do a recap of the Mariners series and we will preview the upcoming series against the Tampa Bay Rays I'm Clint Klaus and thank you for listening and subscribe at the bottom